Rabbi said, let's continue the sugi that we uh, finished yesterday, which was, if you remember, I want to just go over a few things just to get a little bit of clarity. It's such a chosh of a sugiya. such a chosh of a sugiya. I hope the guys realize this, you know. <laughs> the guys are going to get these shailas every single Shabbos when you get married. These, this is classic. This is classic shailas. And you guys, Baruch Hashem, will be able to answer, right, Zevi? Yeah. Okay, so we were in the sugiya of the Dova Gush. We spoke about the Indian, we spoke about the Machoikas, we spoke about Allah Khanamaisa that a Dova Gush has a din of a clevision, even in a Klishlishi, Kozman, as long as it is in a is Yatza Lettuce boy. It's boiling hot. Okay? Nafkamina, Legabe, spices, and other things which I'm gonna to get to right now. But another Nafkamina we ended yesterday with that you've got to be careful where this Dova Gush falls onto. It falls onto a plate or a bowl. Um that has previously, you know, it's wet. From liquid, so that could be problematic. Enough kamina will be if that liquid was previously cooked or not. And again, that's something that's a sugar that we're going to discuss when we get down there. Bishalach Abishal. But Hashem will talk about that as we get there. But our koponim is definitely kedai when a person is taking a piece of meat, chicken, or kegel, whatever it is, to make sure that the plate is fully dry. Um, of any liquid, especially liquid that may have never been cooked because you just went to the plate under the faucet, under the tap. Now, just to um, give a few clarifications when it comes to spices and other condiments, and that is, for example, salt. We're going to talk about salt in a minute, barichas, Hashem. The pashtus is that any type of salt can be placed on a dover gush on Shabbos Kodesh, even if it's hot. Okay, which means any type of salt can be, put, can be sprinkled on kegel or chicken or meat, whatever it is, boiling hot, that's not a problem. We'll get to why in a moment. Uh, when it comes to spices, particularly pepper and garlic, many of that are not previously cooked. So you want to take some pepper and sprinkle it on the kegel because the Yushalmi kegel isn't spicy enough, right? So what is the din in that case? So the answer is you're not allowed to do that. If you have a piece of Kegel, it's Yad's and Lettuce, but I'm not talking about it's a bit warm. Warm is obviously no problem at all. If you want a piece of Kegel, David, you show me Kegel, I want to put a bit more pepper on it. It's on my plate. It's in a Klishlishi. It's on the plate, from the tray, from the... No, not allowed. Why? Because the Dovagosh has got a dinner of a Klishlishin. It's Yad's and Lettuce, boy. It's keeping me vashel. Uh, Rafal, pepper has not been cooked. And therefore, any spice that has not been cooked may not be placed. I don't know how many people know this, but now you do. That's more important. Okay, Shimon? Yeah. Gavaldic. Let's move on. Moving on. Ketchup. Okay? Ketchup. Ketchup. People eat ketchup with all sorts of things. Okay? People eat ketchup. People eat ketchup with eggs. What? Yeah, no. Steak and ketchup, by the way. Rahman al-Itzlan. No, Rahman al-Itzlan. You don't put ketchup on steak. That's such a, like, if the chef would see that, can you imagine? You know, he spent hours and days aging the steak. And there comes this American bocha and takes his Heinz ketchup and just smears it on. Like the chrein on the kapulta fish. The more you put on, the less the kapulta fish you feel. You know what I mean? Anyway, the point is, people eat uh, ketchup with everything. Shaila, are you allowed to put ketchup on your food on Shabbos Kodesh? Whether it's schnitzel, whether it's kegel, whether it's whatever, whatever the, um, don't tell Yitzi. Maybe even in the chulant. Maybe even the children don't tell you. See, yeah, are you allowed to do that? So Ramosha has a gaval de gazach. Ramosha writes as a tshuva no chaim chelik dalit, seven nine dalit, where he brings down. Ramosha says like this. Ramosha says a gaval de gisoit. He says whenever you have. 
two chumras, we don't put them together. Now, I'm going to tell you the two chumras, but we didn't explain all of them at this moment of time, at this stage of learning Hilkos Bishul, so you may not understand all of them, but I'll give it to you right now. Number one, Zuchot Moshe, ketchup has already been cooked. How do the, t- the, the tomatoes have already been fully cooked inside the pot, and therefore they're already cooked? If that's the case, it's Bishal Acha Bishal Bedovalach, which again we haven't got to, but Tamachloikes, true, we're machmir on that, we'll get to it when we discuss Sif Dalit. But I got put that's Chumra number one. Chumra number two is a Dovagush. Dovagush, if you remember, was a Machloikes. Yeah, we're machmir to give a Dovagush a din of a Klevishan. But it's a Machloikes, and there are many who are Mekel. So, Gomaisha, whenever you have two Chumras, we don't put them together. Mimela, according to Gomaisha, to take ketchup. And to pour it on a boiling hot piece of sizzling schnitzel. Boiling hot, whatever you want to call it, would be mutter. There's no problem putting ketchup or, well, like what? You have to know if it was previously cooked or not. Ketchup, I'm giving you an example because we know it was previously cooked. Any condiment that was not cooked would obviously be a problem, right? The only reason why we're making it over here is because it's already been cooked. Okay, is everybody with me? Azaria, you with me? Good? Claw? Vita. Let's move on. <coughs> Let's move on, Rabbi Sai. Uh, some very interesting shadows for today that we have to get into. Before we talk about, and I want to discuss, I want to get a little bit into the sugya. Um, you know, we'll talk about it right now. Maybe we'll talk about the idea now of Kale Habishal. And it's very, very big sugya. Very important sugya. If you remember, a couple of shurim ago we discussed the idea of the daggers of Kalim. What can cook, one cannot cook. Now, we're all familiar with the Mufurisha song, you can't cook in a klibishal, in a klishlishi, right? What's, it, what's the official of the words? There ain't no bishal in a klishlishi, okay? Officially, again, according to some, if you write that on your test in school, the teacher may say it's wrong because she goes with the other place, Kim. Anyway, the point is, it's been a long time since we heard that, it's a sphere now, so like, getting the Olim Tivers into hearing Azar Nigan. Anyway, the point is that many kalim have lost their dagger or bishal because they, they've gone already less than the temperature, or it's going down in temperature, and therefore they have no koyach or bishal. Alright, klisheni being the most important and most nagea one, that most of our kalim, whether it's a soup bowl, whether it's a coffee cup, or tea, whatever it may be, is a klisheni in many cases. If that's the case, klisheni is generally not being mavashal. So the question is, we said, there are exceptions, and exceptions of things that are very sensitive to heat, that become cooked even in a low dagger of heat. And we're going to spend a little bit of time explaining that, because it's something that's very, very Nagaya. It's Nagaya in a lot of different situations, okay? The Gemara, Shabbos Kuf Memheim base gives us this Yesoid, and tells us there are certain things called Kale Habishal. The Gemara brings examples, we'll talk about them. But the Gemara says that the Kale Abishal can get cooked even in a cliché and sometimes even in a cliché and beyond. So the question we have to ask is, okay, what is included in the category of a Kale Abishal? What is included in something that could get cooked even in a cliché that I have to be careful not to place it in a cliché enough community for so many different things that we do as we will explain. Comes along, what's that? Comes along the Morgan of Rome. Right? Famous Moganavram. Shemeshin Yudchas, Yikotin Yudchas brings the Sefer Yureim. Yureim, right? Everybody knows the Shittas Yureim. Famous Shittas Yureim from the Be'aloch in the beginning of the Shemeshin Chof. When he talks about the Indian of I'm sorry. When he talks about the Indian of Toichin, and he says that we don't know what things are. If anybody learned the Yureim before, the Yureim was always scared. Kach Shemoy. He was always scared. Who said, I don't know, I'm not sure what's going to be. Kach Shemoy, the Yureim. 
We don't know what is for sure considered to be a Kale Bishal and what's not a Kale Bishal. And therefore, everything is guilty until proven innocent. As I state, Mamish Kemat, the notion of the Mogan Avram, that Kemat. Everything is guilty unless proven innocent, which means, Zug the Mogan Avram, unless we know otherwise, we have to assume something is a Kale Bishal and therefore could possibly get cooked in a Krishani and beyond. A Krishlishi, that we can be makal. Why? Because a Krishlishi already is so far removed that we don't have to be machmi. We don't have to assume that something is a Kale Abishal unless we know that a cake has cooked in a Krishlishi, which we will talk about. There are certain things that the Mishnabura, the Halika Chovetz Chaim, Schosen Yugan Alani calls Kale Habishal Payoisa. They're even more than regular Kale Abishal. So we have Darugas over here like this. We've got a Kale Abishal which again, like the Mogad of Rome says, we don't know what they are, so everything's guilty, everything's considered to be a Kale Bishal, unless you know otherwise. We'll give some examples. That you cannot put in a Klisheni. Whereas, a Klisheshi, that's Mota. Then you're going to have Kale Bishal Biyaisa, things that are even more sensitive to heat, which will be also even in a Klisheshi, which we will discuss. Okay? Let me give you some examples of food that are included in Kale Bishal. Okay? I'm going to just give you a few, there's obviously many. One would be a baked item. For example, challah, bread, matzah. It's kala It doesn't take a lot to cook a piece of challah, right? It doesn't take a lot to cook a piece of matzah. It's not, it's not a big deal. A very low darga of heat is required to cook a piece of matzah. Therefore, matzah and challah are kale habishal. Now we have to be careful. How are you going to put matzah in your soup? Not on Pesach, chas v'shalom. No, no. Don't be chayshin b'kshem. Not chas v'shalom on Pesach. Right? Ravad anisht. Right? Aaron, you mask him? Pesach. I'm talking about during the year. A person wants to put matzah. Anyone does such a thing? People do this, right? Who said it yesterday? We had, you know, yesterday we had Pesach Shani. Ah, matzah in the soup. Obviously, they're talking about during the year. I'm not talking about Chasham on Pesach. It was a David. David was you. Are you talking about on Pesach? I can tell. Wow. On Pesach, Badafka, I'm sprinkling it in. Ah, okay. That's part of it. The time is only on Pesach. That's true. Right to Rabbi Sai. A lemon. A lemon. People put lemon in their tea. Anybody puts lemon in their tea? Yeah, lemon water. Yeah. Wow, proud American right there. Proud American. Drinks tea. He's got his lemon in there. You, you put it in a cliche. How, how do you do it? Maybe you don't say it loud, but... Not in shop. It's Okay, fine. Very good. Excellent. Good, good. Okay. Honey. Anyone puts honey in their tea? Ruvain. Gavaldi. Not in shop. It's obviously, right? Yeah, yeah. I put honey. You put honey in? Ah, you're a sweetie. Baruch Hashem. Zisi Eden over here. Oh, so how do you make it on Shabbos? That's the Shaila. Wow. Obviously, you know, I'm not, you guys know that Lachos because you do this every Shabbos. But for those that don't, we have to teach them what to do, right? Totally, right? We have to teach them how to make a tea. Well, that's another Shaila, how to make tea. I have no idea right now. Right now, I have no idea how to make tea. But theoretically, once we know how to make tea, we can know how to put the honey in. Okay? With me? Okay, Baita. Next. Cocoa. Coffee we'll talk about. Cocoa. What about Cocoa. Anyone puts coca in, in hot water on Shabbos? Yes. They do, right? Syrup? No, they have coca powder. No? So these are Kale Bishop, Rabbi Sai. Um, so let's talk about a simple idea. A slice of lemon. For those that put lemon in their tea, you cannot put tea, a lemon in your tea that is a cliché. That means, let's just make this very clear. Tolly, you listening? No, Ellie, you put, the tea, you put the lemon in. You put your cup under the, um, under the uh, faucet of the hot water. You open it up, you've got water. Your cup is now what? A cliché. 
You're not allowed to put a slice of lemon in there. Let's say even you're not making tea and coffee, so you're not worried about cliche lishis. So you're just having a cup of hot water with lemon in it, right? So you're not allowed to put lemon into that cliche because lemon is a kali official, and therefore when chosh it gets cooked, therefore you can't do it. So what do you do? You pour it into another cup. Now that cup is a cliche lishi. Now you're good. Okay? That's Gavaldi. The same thing, by the way, bread in the soup. So the truth is, we need a whole sugya to discuss bread in the soup, which we will discuss in the next day or two. We're going to get there. Baruch Hashem, you're here just in time for that. But, just to give you a clear shot, because the guys are like, that's very nice, I need to know what to do on Shabbos now. Right? The answer is, you put it in the Klishlishi. You never put soup in the Klishlishi with an edel, we'll talk about it. Hopefully we'll get there before Shabbos Kodesh. If not, remind me. But you're right. Is the ladle a Klishlishi in my bowl of Klishlishi nafkamina? Can I put challah or matzah in my soup? It's going to be a major nafkamina. Rabbi, so let's move on. Let me give you an example. Very hot. No, it's not going to be Yad Nichvis. We'll get to your, when we talk about Chala and Matzah in the soup, we'll talk about your horror. Yad Nichvis, where the Chayodim you're talking about, the Mishabura brings at the end of the So, we'll talk about it, but Pasha is not. Yad Nichvis is bubbling hot, Mamish. If the soup is very oily, maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Someone's going to eat a noodle soup on Shabbos Kodesh? <laughs> You're right. By the way, you should just know. You should just know. Kivaldik. Many times I've got calls from people that got stuck somewhere. They want to have a noodle soup on Shabbos Kodesh. Is it Motosa? Uh, we'll try to get to it. Okay? I'm gonna, totally, we're bearing in mind. Stay with it. <laughs> Let's go. Rabbi, so let me give you a list of items that are vadai innocent. Okay, so until now we're all the guilty side. Let's move on to the innocent side, which means things that we know from Chazal, from the Gemara, are for sure not Kali Bishal. And therefore we have absolutely no problem putting them in what? Klishen, Klishen about the list. Because the Klishen is Mavashal everything, even if it's off the fire, that we said. We're talking about a Klishen. What example do we have over here, Rabbi Isai? What example number one, again, this all comes, you look this up at the Gemara Shabbos, Memo, on the base, the Gemara brings us examples. Example number one is water. Water is not a Kali Bishal. Water takes time to cook, takes time to boil. And therefore, to put water in a klisheni that's boiling hot is mutter. So if you've got a bubbling bowl of soup and you want to serve it to the kids, it's too hot. I don't want to wait. So you pour some cold water in, no problem in a klisheni. We're not choshesh that you're being mavashal because a water requires a klisheni to cook. Can I get cooked in a klisheni? Again? No, that's something else. There, I'm taking a dovakush which has a din of a klivishin, and I'm putting it in a previously wet bowl, and being mavashal in a klivishin, because the dovagush got a din of klivishin. When I've got a bowl of soup, that bowl of soup is for sure cliché. Forget about the ladle. I pour it from the pot into the bowl. The bowl is a cliché. I now want to lower along, because I pour freezing hot cold water into that soup. A lot of people tell you, no, no, chas v'shom, it's bishol. Well, comes along, you chas v'tamidah that know that lacha, and you do it. And everyone's like, you know, you had these people, you had those times that people do that. I remember I was one time in a gathering of Chashvi Eden on Shabbos Kodesh, and there was a vacuum cleaner in the, I'm gonna get in trouble with it. There was a vacuum cleaner in the middle of the hallway, and there was a whole bunch of Tamidah Chomin that were like, you know, with the thumbs, the thumbs came out, they started getting all you know, busy with the Ilian and the Londus, and, if he touched us, I think maybe we could say, so what did I do? So I come along, take the vaccine, and walk off with it. Yes. <gasps> Hello, what are you, Shabbos, Afghana? Yep. If you know that locker, you do it. Like, well, what's the trailer? So you guys are going to come along, take cold water, pour it into your soup, which is a cliche, and everyone's going to go, that's okay. 
You tell them, open up a shulchan nurich, and go learn the lachas yourself before you make, <gasps> you know, you do it, that's it. You know the lachas is good. Water is not a kali bishul, and therefore it's a kosher bishul, wherever the kushini is muta. Another example, olive oil. Right? None of the candles. The olive oil that you want to put onto food would be muta. Right? Not again, not a dovagush. Dovagush got a dinner of We said that already. Talking about in a klisheni, right? There's no problem. Raw ox meat. Buster show. Real stack of meat. Takes time to cook. Depends which country on how long it takes. And nafkumin is how long it takes to chew it to get down. It's another shayla. But it's not a kalibishal. So therefore, if you want to take raw meat and put it into your soup in a klisheni, I don't know why you'd want to do that. Maybe you can call it capaccio. What's it called? Yeah. Okay, good, good. The other example is ginger and cinnamon sticks. These are all not Kali Bishal. People have that. People put the cinnamon sticks in their tea. You ever saw that before? So they're kind of cliche. That would be motor. There's no problem with doing that, Michal. No problem whatsoever. Let's, so let's finish off. Let's talk about now the next darga. And that, those were things that are not Kali Bishal. Okay? Let's go to things that are vade kale habishul biyaisa. Lashon of the Aliga Chavetz Chaim Sulson Yugan Alayni. That means you have things that are so sensitive to the heat that even in a klisheshi, I think even the song will be masculine shimmer to this one, that even in a, even in a klisheshi, there are many things that could get cooked in there. Again, subject to Machoikis we'll talk about maybe a different time. And that is like this. A very, very salty fish. Right? Whatever. The very, very salty fish. Eggs. And according to many tea, tea leaves are very sensitive. Okay, there's a, there's a chuva, there's a chuva in the Maramashik that he says that by tea you don't really need bishal. No one really wants to cook tea leaves. I just want the taste of them. And you can extract the taste of a tea leaf in a very small amount of heat. Go get a lukewarm cup of water, right? Then you get a lukewarm cup of water, put a tea bag in it, it's gonna be fine, right? It's not gonna taste any different because it's not hot water, right? I don't need the bishal shaboy, right? The Maramashik has a whole chuva about it. You can do it in cold water as well, in the hanami. But the point is, you're not going to extract it in the same way. And also, you need heat to be bishal. Without heat, there is no bishal to begin with. The whole story of the Malachal bishal is through heat. If you don't have heat, then there's obviously no problem, right? But you're right. You can do many things in cold water also. That's not going to help you. You can dissolve things as well in cold water, but that's mutter. It's in hot water, that's a problem. But I'll come in. That, those are things that, according to some poiskim, uh, the Kalishishi even could cook them. Again, we'll talk about it when we get to tea and coffee. We're going to get to that in Mitzvah Shem. We're going to talk about that. Um, we just have to end Rabbi Sai. And we just talk about a few spices over here. Now, you have to know, when it comes to spices, when it comes to different spices, which is very, very important, because when you have spices, the problem is like this. People say, well, these spices are not kalibishal. There's no problem. We just mentioned say, cinnamon sticks and these things. There's no problem. The problem is what Moshe says, that if you have spices that are crushed, now they can get cooked. And therefore, because of that, if you have raw, crushed spices, like we already mentioned, we already mentioned garlic, pepper, paprika, all of these things, so because some poiskim hold that they have a din of a kaleha bishal, and therefore even some hold, even into a klishlishi, will be a problem if the liquid is ultra, ultra hot. However, many poiskim say that you can be put, put into a klisheni. So if you've got a liquid that's a klisheni, you can put garlic and you can put paprika and other things. But if you're doing it on a dove gush, remember, a solid item, that's not going to help you. Because that's got a din of a clevision. Rabbi said, tomorrow, Be'ezus Hashem Yispora. We're going to talk about the Gavaldiga Sugya of salt and how it applies and the between Eretz Yisrael and America. Join us tomorrow. Have a wonderful day.